brand new banger. Banger. This DJ is breaking all the knobs off. Let's go. 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 Hot shit. Hot shit. Here it comes. Yeah, so I'm the alpha. I feel pretty in charge. Oh no! I hung up on a boat. So I was, you know, the man <laughs> in charge taking over, like sending Junior to his room. Daddy, what's up? People like me. People tell me I'm like. Or we could hold him. <laughs> you never want to be looking up the hole. <laughs> You're actually live on the league hopecast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find this girl attractive. I didn't find this girl attractive. I was having a lot of Thursday conversations, and so I honestly thought today was Wednesday. They had to take off the the Trump flag and. Retire the truck nut. <laughs> I'm into it. Don't forget to subscribe, baby. <laughs> hey, what's up, boys? Back, 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 back again. Uh, Andrew Jew, Chris Hadaway, uh, Mr. Junior on the other end of the phone. I will. Back, 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 back. <laughs> back. <laughs> Killing it. What's up, man? <laughs> That's my Chris Berman impression, <laughs> couldn't you tell? <laughs> when uh <laughs> when when you pop out Mr. Junior and then <laughs> sen- <laughs> senior walks in, you gotta tell him, Go to the door and get back 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 Yeah. I told you yeah, to that's... knock. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about starting a, a comedy routine where I just do impressions <laughs> that are not really close, and then it's just part of a phrase like that. Or like, oh, here's my Chris Berman, back, 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 back. You know, and then you don't finish it or have any kind of context. I would, I would be into that. I'd be into that. And I think <laughs> he's I the think, only person laughing. <laughs> I think another public personality, uh, Joe Buck, approved this message. Um, mm. Of course, a topic of conversation, um, and. For more discussions, Attaway, uh, you filled me in in an interesting situation. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, guys, and feel free to voice your opinion. Uh, hashtag Bucksmash <laughs> um, on the league chat and voice your opinion that way so we kind of know context-wise. Um, Attaway, we really dove deep into some Joe Buck last week. Um, and so, of course, uh, we're going to go back because, I mean, we've always been doing the same things all the time. Um, that's why, uh, I still get a kick out of thinking back to, uh, gross, trying to say that hold my jeans wasn't going to be a thing, uh, in mm-hmm. one calendar year, uh, like to announce, uh, first of all, gross can suck it, um, because it's been about, probably about seven years now, um, still doing it, it anyways, but yeah, set the scene for this joke, ju- this, oh, no, keep going. oh yeah, my bad, uh, I'm taking over. I'm the captain. Um, I'm the alpha. <laughs> um, but Attaway, yeah, all that to say, it was just like, suck it, gross. Um, still rolling. Anyways, I was trying to give it back to you. Um, we were talking about Joe Buck last week, as we said. Um, a little interesting reaction from that Attaway. Um, kind of tell me the situation that we're getting ourselves in, and it's hopefully going to lead to our cold goal of the week this week. We're going to see how that works out. Mm, yes, the the mountains are about to turn blue for a cold call of the week. Um, first of all, in 
Gross's defense, he never seems to remember any of these antics or anything that he does. So something lasting a year is, I, I don't see how you imagine that happening. Like his thing was like, how could anything last more than a year? So, <laughs> interesting um, thought, Attaway. Don't mean to cut in, but I am. Um, yeah, interesting yeah. thought. You wonder if Gross ever wakes up. And he just kind of looks over and he's like, who the f- is that? <laughs> he's just like, dang, I must have hooked up with some chick at the bar last night. Um, it makes me wonder if it's just like things he deems unimportant. Um, or is it kind of a big picture thing? Um, but anyways, that's kind of a sidebar getting away from the topic at hand. Um but just a thought. Or, I mean, we can sit in it if we want to. Because um, like we said, Attaway, the other ten people that listen to this podcast have nothing going on. I'm convinced. And basically, uh-huh. this is the best hour, hour and a half, two, two and a half hours, um, depending how many balls are involved, um, of their lives, Attaway. Um, so if we want to sit in this one, I say feel free. Um, because there is absolutely nothing to stop this train. Yeah, I. The buck does not stop here. Uh, is I, what I got out of that. And mm-hmm. speaking of the buck not stopping, uh, we're we're talking about Nick, right? Okay. So, unless you were transitioning to something else, and I just totally missed it. You um, got it, man. We're rolling. We're rolling. I I say we just try and cold call Nick and corner him on this Joe Buck discussion because he seemed to be very confused. I don't know what the confusometer for everybody else was on Joe Buck uh-huh. in last week's episode, but Nick was asked, had some questions for me, so we'd like to call and uh, follow up on this. Yeah, absolutely. As you guys know, I'm pretty terrible at the whole conference call, but I'm going to try to give it another go. Uh, I try to redeem myself. But yeah, kind of summation, like Attaway said, Nick was thoroughly confused by this whole Joe Buck conversation. Attaway and I, you know, we harped on it for quite some time. Uh, so if you're also confused, say uh, hashtag what the buck is going on. Um, mm-hmm. Put in the group chat. We'll know, hey, maybe we need to dive deeper into some things or maybe set the scene for people better. All that being said, we know it's late. It's probably about 9.30 on a Wednesday. Um, Nick usually goes to bed pretty early. So this is all... We're, we've got low expectations right now. So as always, setting the bar low, calling Nick Williams. Oh, I love his profile picture. All right, Attaway's on hold. I'm calling Nick. How's it going? It's going okay. What's going on? Hey, man. Just wanted to just wanted to check in, see how things were going. Are you sleeping right now? No, we're actually driving home. Can I call you back in like fifteen? Uh, okay, that'll work. Okay, I'll call you back. Okay, talk to you then. All right, I just had to end that. I couldn't, it wouldn't let me back out of the conference call. And uh, as you heard, we're going to call Nick back. 
Uh, so we'll see how that goes. They're going to go out of the way back, though. Gripping. Once again, gripping stuff. <clears throat> Alright, now I'm calling back out of the way. Hope you guys are having fun this week. Hope you're enjoying hey, yourself. Hey, I got dropped. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Nick wouldn't hang up the phone. So I was just stuck in limbo because I don't know if you heard uh, him whispering. <laughs> yeah. He I heard the a little phone. bit. I guess the, 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 the hang up button makes too much noise. So. <laughs> but, yeah, he just picked it up. He's like, hey, can I call you back? So I don't know. I, I guess they're driving in the car from the way back, but I guess the baby's asleep, etc. So he said, call me back in a cool 15 minutes. Um, so yeah, but then it wouldn't let me exit the phone without hanging up on everybody. And I was waiting for Nick to hang up and it to drop him, but it never did. And so I didn't want to like say, Hey, Attaway, you still there? <laughs> so, so I, I just yeah. did the best thing and hung up on everybody. Um, but yeah, there was probably a good 45 seconds to a minute of silence um in <laughs> that interlude uh, i just didn't want to say anything well uh, we'll, we, but you're we'll ask him about that too he's probably still thinking about joe buck and <laughs> he just forgot about his phone <laughs> i did that i did that recently not joe buck but i did that recently i was at the grocery store mm -hmm. and i was checking out <laughs> and i had my my credit card in the slot mm -hmm. and i just zoned out and i was just like <laughs> I was I was staring at the the screen that totals up, which is getting rang up and showing you the total, <laughs> and just was in a complete another dimension because the thing was beeping at me and beeping at me to take my card out, and just remove card now, and I was just staring at this screen and the you know, looked at me like I was insane. I was like, oh, sorry, after like fifteen seconds of it. Inside the mind of a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've been there, man. I've been there. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Deep in the the buck thoughts. So, like we said, Adway, we got about fifteen minutes to interlude here, um, to free freestyle, if you will. Anything particular topic of interest um, that we want to get into that Nick can just kind of wreck shop in here and um, and uh, just well. interrupt whatever the conversation we may be having at the time. Um, no, I mean, I, I dominated, uh, our picks again last week. I mm. went five and one betting against myself. Um, that paid Nick off. actually kind of screwed me, but you know, told you he would, is. man. Told you he would. <sighs> Tried to warn you. Yeah. I just, I picked gross in the past and gotten burned too. So, so gross, gross is your Nick. I understand. Yeah, I understand. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. So, do we want to bang these out real quick? Obviously, like you said, you went five and one, four and two. The only one you got wrong is Nick. I got my last two yeah. right. Started off strong. Uh, I don't know why I went with Seth. First mistake. Um, and then Jordy, against all odds, able to keep perfection alive. Um, so the 12 and 0 dream has died mm. and, uh, or the 12 and 0 versus 12 and 0 dream has died. Right. But 
can't win them all. Only one person can potentially do that. That's true. But the way we have our uh, the way we have our schedule set up. If Sharpless had his way, though, he would schedule it so that he didn't play any tough matchups. Um, <laughs> yeah, he said that to me multiple times. So I like how Sharpless <laughs> is is under the impression that he's the only one that's ever had like two tough rivals in the same year, or has to play yeah. people a couple times. Uh, like that's how it goes. Get over it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, when the league first started, uh, both Dave and Seth were very good, and they would just rape me on a yearly basis, um, and that was brutal. Um, and, uh, yeah, Sharpless had a free pass of gross for a couple years, um, to be honest. Uh, and he was then... going all sloth on that cat in the bed uh, <laughs> video, for those of you who remember that one. <laughs> the slow stroke of the cat's head and the cat just can't leave that was was that at his uh that wasn't at his birthday party was it or am i thinking of something else i don't think he had that one on there also your voice just went mini mode i don't know if it's you or me but i you're like you sound like you're like a mile away <laughs> uh hold on let me adjust this mic i'll put it right up in my face get a little asmr is that any better a little bit, but still kind of far away. Um, maybe it's just the phone. It's not going through the soundboard. Maybe you're just like regular. Is that any better? Maybe slightly. I feel like I'm imagining. It, so. Okay, is this any better? The phone is now right next to me. Uh, not real. It's all been about the same. Like <laughs> I don't know what changed, but I can barely hear you. Now I'm turning up the volume on the soundboard. Does that help at all? That helped a little bit. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't really know anything else that I could do. To be honest, I tried with that volume. Yeah. I tried. Okay. The other um, thing, um, I could talk louder. If that would help, I'll just put the mic farther away. Is that better? If I'm just talking louder, that's a little better. I uh, just, yeah, I'll I'll be careful to uh, to listen clearly. But no, we're good. We're not gonna waste anybody more of anybody's time on that. At least um, <laughs> we've got plenty of other things that we could waste people's time on. Yeah, everything's wasting your time. <laughs> um, Get to the fantasy talk, out of the way. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the yeah the thirteen and zero matchup is dead. Rip. Cody had his way with my team last week, so that is uh, it's not good for the thirteen and zero potential matchup. But you know, I think you and I, maybe Jordan, were the only ones really all that interested in that. Yep. Everybody else just concerned about themselves that way. Ugh, worse. <laughs> Luckily, luckily, on a weekly basis, we're here to save people from themselves. <laughs> that's a, that's a good motto, Attaway. I'd like to put that into the the creed slash motto slash credo. Kind of, I like to think of it as kind of an ongoing ongoing list. Goodness, um, that we have going on. Um, but yeah, I'd like to include that as well. Um, saving people from themselves. Along with you know, kind of setting the bar low, et cetera, that whole, that whole kind of situation that we have going on there. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Um, 
you want to you want to pick these matchups or are you still setting the bar <laughs> well the bar has been set um but yeah let's uh <laughs> let's get into these um as always chris you got first cut man you got first cut um i haven't really looked at the matchups this week ditto um interesting spread Adaway. a lot of top versus the bottom um there's only two matchups that are separated by a game or less. Um, every other matchup, as I'm going down the list, it's two. Yeah, I mean, most of it's like, you know, kind of you, Cody, you, Cody, and whoever. You, Cody, and Jordy going against like Sharpless, Dave. Um, Owen. So there's like a three, four game gap in like the majority of those matchups. Majority of those matchups. Um, so, I mean, potentially kind of a continued theme of what we're going. I mean, Adelaide is something we talked about last week. Um, potentially just like the bottom half or the bottom two thirds of this league just getting buried um, in kind of the, the crust, rising crust pizza. Um, like a nice uh, kind of three ninety eight special from Walmart, um, mm. <laughs> rising up. I feel the crust rising up. So you feel the crust rising up, Adway? <laughs> or where are we going? Uh, where are we going to start this thing? With, yeah, with or without the cardboard, um, or with or without the burnt toppings. <laughs> Mostly without the burnt toppings, but. Um, I feel like it's it's one of my more infamous uh photos at away. Uh it was pretty funny. Um for those of you who don't know, um you'd have to dig real deep um on the Facebook back to about two thousand twelve, I think. Um, after a little crew ball, um, you know, getting back late, you know, we had some Whataburger milkshakes per Cody's request. Um, so we had to do it. You know, so we're there till about probably about one thirty ish, and you know, so I'm living back over by Cascades area, um, you know, kind of over by the Capitol ish Myers Park for those of you who recall, and so you know I'm rolling back there about two, and um, you know take a, a quick shower, um, throw the pizza in the oven, and uh, just kind of chilling on the couch, look at my phone, boom, pass out. Uh, wake up about two, two and a half hours later, um, about 4.30, and the whole house <laughs> is just completely filled with smoke. My smoke detectors are blaring, and uh, pull out this pizza. It just looked like somebody cooked a pizza and spray-painted it black. Like, you could individually see every single topping, like the pepperonis, the olives. You know, I went with the Supreme, and um, all that kind of stuff. The peppers burnt to a crisp. Um, see, I took a while to deal with, took about four weeks to get the smoky smell out of that apartment too. That was a journey. All that to say, Attaway, is, um, typically no burnt toppings. Um, also typically no cardboard. Uh, it pisses me off when people put the cardboard in. Some people say you need it. I never understood that. Um, I don't understand how that is a logical thought process to put something flammable in the oven like that but i mean that's just me yeah i 
I've known, I've seen it been put in there on accident. I didn't know people actually put it in there on purpose. That is bizarre. Yeah, they're like, you got to support it or whatever. I was like, that's what the oven rack is for. But. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not made of jello. It's not just going to slide through <laughs> the grate. I mean, yeah. Seepage. Uh, people are dumb. But dumb. needless to say, you got your daily uh, recommended allowance of carbon that night. Oh, for sure. Yeah, carbon is the element of life. Um, so <laughs> I mean, I felt I felt pretty good. Plus, you know, I got some rep. Everybody at class the next day thought I was just boss. Like I had just come from a sweet smoke sesh. So you know, I was getting the high fives. <laughs> you know. You see that guy? You can see that guy asleep in class. That guy <laughs> fell asleep and almost burned his house down last night. Is that the guy? Is that the guy in the uh, the business class group chat? Weed man four twenty sixty nine. That guy's awesome. <laughs> I heard he, bo- he almost burned his house down last night. <laughs> Yeah, to my recollection, nobody said that. But you never know, man. You never know. You never yeah. know. And you seem to be the only one that, that knows what's going on in this league, Attaway, with these 5-1 and one picks. So you got your first matchup that you're interested in, man? What are we talking? Uh, uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Dave and me. Oh, shout out. Dave, Dave on a roll. Actually, not on a roll. He just lost. Is it. that because everybody's been eating him up? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yum! Uh, I'm I'm gonna pick Dave. I think he gets it turned around. Uh, projected higher than me, and Seth just gifted him the best player ever, DeAndre Hopkins, um, like a fool, and. Uh, <laughs> I can hear Seth's anger right now. Uh, now. I mean, I like Patrick Davis. You get a, a good receiver who's playing as opposed to one who's not right now, which is, will help Dave. Uh, but interesting matchup. Uh, you know, we're both – it's total projection over 300. Um, Dang, that's uh, that's high stakes. That's rare. That's rare ground there. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm feeling Dave gets his this week, but – We'll see. We'll see. Dang. So rooting against yourself. I can't in good conscience vote for Dave, even though he did get that stimulus stimulating package from Seth. Um, yeah, Hopkins is going to be a huge help. Um, man, thought we had uh, Dave kind of buried this year. Um, was really hoping to kind of see that go down. You know, was branded a super team, as always. Uh, super teams unsustainable, which we saw kind of play out. But uh, this could be a dangerous affair. Of course, Aaron Rodgers still on that uh, that uh, post-Danica Patrick tear. Uh, he bounced back to form last week, so anytime he's got anybody on the Packers, which he has two of them, uh, it's a dangerous game. Plus, he gets Hopkins. I mean, who's a baller? Um, yeah, so I'm going to go you, Attaway. You uh, perfect season rip, Attaway. But uh, I like a little bounce back here. I like a little bounce back here. You got to believe in yourself, son. Got to got a little bounce back. believe in yourself. Um, let me. There was one other game that was close that I'm interested in. Ooh, okay. Yeah, let me go. Uh, I want to talk a little Clayton Nick. Uh, talk. Uh, last week proclaimed that Clayton 
is my dark horse. I don't really think that he's a dark horse now that he, for two weeks now, has been leading the division. Um, I'm really liking what Clayton's got going on, though. Uh, Herbert the Pervert could be a bona fide star in the making, fantasy-wise at least. Um, I think his first win, was that his first win against Jacksonville on Sunday? Do you know? As the starter? That sounds right. I think they've had their bye week, and he obviously hasn't started every game, lost to the Deep, lost to the Bucks. I think you're right. Yeah, because I remember like people like going off about Herbert, and then somebody else is like, obviously before last week, they're like, well, he doesn't, he doesn't even win games, so where's Tyrod? But I'm like, I mean, he's like a fantasy baller. Like, um, how about uh, Clayton with some pretty sweet returns there for Herbert, the pervert, and Justin Jefferson um, continuing on a brutal campaign, but um, or a brutally good campaign. Um, but, you know, kind of chopping people down. So this has another opportunity to be um, a good one, too, here. The only kind of black guy, potentially, you could see for the Candyman, obviously, OBJ on IR now, uh, Watson on his bye week. Um, But I think this one has some potential to go. um, This could be a 300-plus matchup for sure. Um, This could be one to see some fireworks. And Nick... I feel like Nick's liable to put up some some big points um, on a weekly basis, but hmm, I don't know what I'm thinking, man. This is uh, top to bottom. This is some good stuff. Mm, dang, Nick's going to have to go without his Jags this week. It's going to be brutal for all the fantasy owners who have multiple, <laughs> multiple Jacksonville Jaguars on their team. Um... Yeah, like I said, I, I can never figure Nick out. Um, I'm like with I'm liking what Clayton's doing right now, so uh, I'm gonna go Clayton here on this. I think the Candyman gets back to 500 stranglehold on that division. Um, I think he really asserts his dominance as the alpha over there, Edwin. To change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh... I'm going with Nick. Obviously, I think that while Clayton is fueled by candy, his team uh, will not handle the candy home as well with Halloween being on a Saturday night. I think they'll have a little bit of a sugar hangover. Uh, Also, he's got Deshaun Watson on by. Um, I'm not crazy about Montgomery right now. I mean, but they do enough to keep him in it for sure. Oh, hold up, hold uh, up, hold up, hold up. Um, Nick's calling me. I do not know how I'm going to merge you in, so I'm just going to pick up see what happens, okay? Find a way. I'll find, find a way. way. <laughs> All right, we can talk about it later. hey Yo, what's up? What's up, player? Not a whole lot. Just got home, went and had dinner with some friends. And oh, cool. Sleeping in the car, so. Nice. Yeah. not to wake her up. Yeah, good call, good call. Get her down safe and sound. Yeah, we just made the transfer, and so far, so good. So, rock and roll, rock and roll. Well, good stuff, man. You got a couple minutes, or are you uh, you press for time? I know you usually go to bed pretty early. No, no, I can talk. Oh, cool! Because I mean, you're on the league hype cast right now. Oh, what's up? 
I gotta, uh, I can't, I, I suck at phones. Um, so I don't know how to bring Attaway in. Um, so let me put you on hold one second. I'm gonna hang up on him calling back. Is that cool? You're gonna hang up on me and then call me back? No, I'm gonna hang up on him, but then merge him into the call. Um, okay. okay. I'll figure it out, but stand by for one sec. All right, Attaway, showing off my sweet phone skills. You still there? <laughs> I am here. Okay, I'm getting ready to hang up on you. I'm going to get back on with Nick, but then I'm going to add you back into this other call because evidently I can't just merge calls because uh, whatever reason. Um, All right. So, bye. No, dang it. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> Classic. No. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to save the day. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Doing what I normally do. Killing it doing great you can do it you can make it happen hey hey yeah i just uh i just actually hung up on you both as you probably realized <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't i don't know if you listened to the the podcast but uh you know struggling with phones now we're about 30 minutes in so uh let me try to okay i'm gonna try to call adway one second all right you better pick up you pervert i'm back yo you still there okay are you both there now i'm here oh adway can you hear nick yes i can nick can you hear adway Yes, I can. Oh, bona fide <laughs> conference call. Uh, Nick, give your, give yourself a little introduction. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Nicholas Andrew Williams. I've been put on blast a couple times. <laughs> this and on the pod, I'm glad I'm here to, to uh, speak my piece. Um, but I'm pretty sure, actually 100% sure I've met all members of the league. But those of you who are not members of the league that I definitely know are listening to the podcast Yeah, because of its great success. Just want to say, there you go. hey, shout out to all my fans. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Nick, that was one of the things. Um, perhaps maybe we were a little late to party, but we did want to get you involved in order to potentially defend yourself. Uh, a number of issues. Um, but of course, Nick, guests get the priority here. Um, so, of course, browsing introduction, of course, all your fans outside of the league are uh, going to be excited for this fresh new content. Um, and your perspective of things, as you said, um, definitely been blasted up a little bit. Um, Nick, I'm going to give you the opportunity to grind some axes here, um, spill some beef, cut some meat, whatever you want to say. Um, anybody you're trying to at or any issues you really need to get in front of the league about that you've been waiting for a platform to do so? Um, in regards to the things that have not been covered by the podcast, <laughs> not talking about those issues, correct? Uh, you can bring those up. I will. I got my notepad oh. out. You know, I'm great at taking notes and finding out where they are next week. So, um, okay. <laughs> Issue number one. Yeah. It was not on the lips. It was on the cheek, and I will go to my grave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number two, I did at some point have a legitimate peanut allergy and potentially still do. 
but <laughs> due to ongoing testing that would be required to verify or deny, I just live my life as if I do have a nut allergy and my life is just as good and joyful as if I Wrong. were peanuts. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, Attaway. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> You're a shining example. (laughs) (laughs) And three, I can read. Um, (laughs) In case anybody was wondering, um, I do have a diploma from Florida State, and I know that because I read it. I was going to ask what it said. And some other league business that um, that we have not covered on the pod, but yeah. across earlier in the season was I definitely thought that two point conversions were worth two points and not a single point. I don't know if that has been something we've discussed, and I know, I know, before Seth goes crazy, it's something <laughs> we should have voted on before the season started. <laughs> but I just was shocked that they are still only worth a single point and not two points. And uh, that that pretty much covers. That, that's all the bases for me so far. Yeah, well, that's a grand slam. Four big bases there, Nick. Um, I can say, at least on the two-point conversion, well, first of all, Seth is already crazy, so he's not going to be going crazy. Um, I'll hit that out front. I remember there was some confusion a couple years back on this two-point conversion situation. Um, somewhere along the line, we changed it because people were pissed that or somebody was pissed, or I don't remember what the situation was. Either they were worth two more, or they weren't worth enough, and so there was some kind of change. But I think it's something along the lines, if you catch a two-point conversion, it's two points. If you rush it, it's one point. If you throw it, it's one point. I don't know if I'm correct there. Or, Attaway, I don't know if you want to jump in here, um, but I think it's something along those lines. But I, I remember there was a discussion, there was a vote. I don't remember which way it went, if it passed, if it failed, if it didn't change. And maybe it's just something that kind of slipped through the cracks. Um, but this is something we can put on the league proposals now. Um, while you answer, Attaway, I can actually do that. Um but uh, your thoughts. I, I definitely know... think that we need more polls in the WhatsApp chat. <laughs> so if you could pull that up. Yeah, evidently. Uh, <laughs> evidently, Attaway and I are the only people that know how to make polls. Because um, people were like, <laughs> we need to put a poll up. I was like, you can put a poll up whenever you want. Like, it does not have to go through us. And you, you I'll have... be honest, Jupe. I barely know how to respond to the poll. <laughs> the first time to create one might be too much. It, it could be a little better. It seems to just kind of be yeah, not not that engaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of there's a lot of redirection of links, and that's really confusing. It's kind of sketched yeah. out. I was sketched out the first time for sure. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the two point conversion, I know. When I looked into it a few weeks ago, because um, I remember we had a discussion about why they were at one point, and so I looked through the old Facebook posts, and we, I think you, you, Owen, and I discussed, like, we should vote, we should have two points, we should two points, and all this stuff, and then, but I had no evidence of an actual vote, and I was pretty sure it got passed, but I just don't have the evidence, and when you look through our rules, it's, 
uh, it shows it all source one point. But, so I'm not sure if it got changed at some point and it got changed back or it got voted on. It didn't go through or it didn't get voted on. It didn't pass, whatever. But that being said, I actually am kind of for it being one point because, in essence, it's a, just a two-yard break. We can have that discussion at some point in the offseason or whatever. Just break, write it down. Yeah, it seems... Okay, I was wrong in the fact that they they were different. It seems that every single two point conversion is one point. For some reason, that I... that was the, the proposal was. You were right about that because the proposal was to make passing uh, passing two point conversions with only one and rushing receiving worth two. Oh. Because you know passing counts are worth less, so these should be worth less. But I I'm fine with them holding one. I just couldn't figure out how we voted or what went down so interesting well good to know uh regardless nick um you are heard um i have put a new rules thing on the rules proposals and i said two-point conversion what's up nick williams proposal make two points boom official can be an item of discussion for the future. You are heard, Nick. Boom. Perfect. Thank um, you for being the people's voice. Uh, I just got to translate it for the people, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, first item on your list, lips and cheek. I feel like we are at a um, two irreconcilable trains of thought, one being reality, one being uh, fiction. Uh, of course... The lips, um, and I have witnesses. I will kind of get these accounts. Um, I think Seth said he was there. I think he texted me, or he texted the group. But uh, yeah, I want to get some uh, want to get some other interest on that, so we can adjust with that. I'm also uh, putting a designation on your peanut allergy, Nick, as quote cannot confirm, because um, you said it has not been confirmed. Um, so I'm kind of leaving that up in the air. Um, kind of seems like you can read, uh, but I think that's a funny bit. Um, I actually, uh, was, uh, you know, Seth sent me another novel today. Um, his, his latest manifesto, and I jokingly said I should forward this to Nick so he can give me the spark notes real quick, because I don't, I don't want to read through this whole thing. <laughs> But uh, noted. Okay, so we got these points. These are something we can. Uh, these are something we could uh, look forward to continue to discuss. But yeah, what else is going up, uh, Nick? What's going on with life? What are some, what are some uh, recent events? Catch catch the people up. Recent events. Um, we did lose a chicken. I know that this Ooh. league is very, very, very <laughs> invested in uh, my backyard chickens. Obviously, they provided the. Uh, the draft yeah. order um, to catch people up on the state of the chickens. We had the original four, which we all saw on video. Mm-hmm. I had gotten two more mm-hmm. uh, that I purchased, and then uh, actually a seventh that was randomly hanging around my brother-in-law's house for a couple weeks. He brought it over. We took it in. A couple weeks later, we lost <laughs> a chicken, died of natural causes. Oh, it died. I thought... <laughs> I thought it just no, flew no. away. 
no, no, they can't really fly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so one died. We're down to six chickens now. Um, the original four, the, the four that, you know, we all watched run around, uh, they're all still alive. So, you know, nobody worried. Nobody be worried about that. Your trap chickens are still alive. But we did lose uh, one of the additions. Dang. To death, not not to, you know, uh, on the left. Noted, noted. So what was kind of the next step? Did you grind them up and use them as fertilizer? Did you bury him or her Viking funeral? Um, you know, my thought was to do the whole burial thing, maybe get a little, maybe a large box, <laughs> go kind of Michael Scott from the office on it. But the issue is that I have a stupid dog who would definitely dig that chicken up uh, and recommend to probably give him a hand. So we opted for the less elegant bag in uh, some gas station dumpster. Nice. So there she she was laid to rest, um, and probably got dug up by some raccoon in a landfill, or in that very dumpster. I don't know, um, but yeah, we had to do what we had to do. Got to take care of business, no doubt, no doubt. So Nick, um, obviously. Some people would call you the king of the regular season uh, the last couple of years. A um, little bit of a rough patch last couple of weeks, or last three weeks, I guess. Um, but how you feeling about the team, man? Uh, made some, made a rare, or, or major, I guess, annual trade, right? <laughs> you got that, got that on the books? Yeah, I feel like I, I've made a bunch of... Uh, trades. I always, I always tell myself at the beginning of every season, I'm going to give myself one bad trade a year, and uh, I, I feel like I've, I've made that trade potentially. I mean, we'll see. There's a lot of football left to play. Um, obviously, rolling the dice on AD, Mr. Red Rocket himself, Andy Dalton, has not paid <laughs> off yet, um, and unfortunately, it's looking like that may be hurting my, the value of my quote unquote you know, reached wide receiver C.D. Lamb. Um, so I'm interested to see how that plays out with him. I obviously like for him to keep being a big uh, producer on my team. But, you know, I'm feeling good about the boys. I like the transition I made for old Tannehill. I think he's pretty solid. The Titans, even though plagued by COVID, the COVID Cowboys, you know, barely making it on the field, sometimes stumbling. Um you know, they're still playing well. So hopefully the epicenter for COVID as you so elegantly put last week on the on the pod doesn't, you know, destroy my team for the rest of the year. But uh, you know, I'm feeling good. I know I had a couple couple rough weeks, had some tough matchups, but you know, we still have plenty of football left to play. For sure, for sure. Well, I mean I mean you look back yeah. at last last couple of seasons, fifteen and five still, Nick. Hold the head high, young man. 75% win percentage the last two years. Sorry, Attaway, I ran you down per usual. Oh, I had some uh, some insight. I was going to say, hey, Lamb, more like CD's nuts last week. <laughs> <laughs> More points. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you dropped him. <laughs> Body shots. Um, might have to throw Andy Dalton in a dumpster after he tried to get murdered by that uh, – that Washington racists defender, um, Alfred Blood. Did you see that video clip or that that uh, those those shots, Nick? 
the uh, the hit, the, the, yeah. the concussion hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was talking to Attaway about this earlier in the week. Yeah, I saw it. Attaway, did you ever go look that up? I didn't. I didn't. I think Bostick was trying to scalp him. Uh, he forgot that they changed the branding. But, uh, <laughs> no, I never watched it. I I don't like seeing that kind of thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was pretty rough. Group. I, I'm interested in your your thoughts and opinions, but I mean, it it definitely seemed like it was pretty over the top and definitely an unnecessary hit. I mean, obviously they saw the great threat that Andy Dalton was. It just <laughs> felt like he needed to take. The, the game into his hands and just get him out you know true true yeah it was uh it was pretty rough and obviously i think deservedly getting tossed uh but yeah to your point nick i think there was a lot of fear instilled uh for the washington football team i mean andy Dalton was just slinging it before he went down i mean 0. 0.6 0. 0.6 fantasy points nine out of 19 <laughs> 47% completion percentage, 75 yards passing, one interception, three carries for 16 yards, dual threat. Look out. They had to take him down, man. And, um, yeah, but he might be uh, he might be up on the shelf for quite some time in concussion protocol. Um, it would have been interesting if that game was on Fox, um, guys, and, of course, had the, uh, the A-team, if you will. Of course... Headlined by Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Nick, I understand um, there is some confusion on this Joe Buck situation, and we'd like you to once again be heard and kind of describe um, kind of your viewpoint on this and uh, just your kind of general Joe Buck thoughts. First of all, um, are you voting for Joe Buck on Tuesday? Um, second of all, um, do you like Joe Buck? I guess those kind of things go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, so to answer your first question, um, and you know, if I see Joe Buck on the ballot, I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably vote for him. He seems just about as good as anybody at this point. Um, do I like Joe Buck? You know, I've never met the guy, but you know, he seems like a, a pretty nice dude. Uh, I did need a an update on all of the Joe Buck stuff uh from Attaway earlier this week we were talking and I was like Attaway what is going on you guys are going on and on in this podcast like is there some controversy with Joe Buck's you know calling or whatever people like asking for his head you know take the mic from him he sucks or something and honestly I can't even remember oh I remember now they were making some comment about uh how expensive airplanes are which you know Probably this would be a good segment for Jordy to come in. He could probably give you some insider knowledge on flyovers and airplanes and whatnot. There you go. Yeah, I want to cut, uh, cut in on that for you, Nick. Um, and, of course, Marty's going to blow up my phone again if I don't mention this, uh, but I think it'll be funny. Uh, Marty would like to remind the league that Jordy's not actually a pilot. <laughs> He's a co-pilot. And Marty would like to remind people that he actually flies the planes. So if you have any plane-related questions, you can talk to Marty. <laughs> Marty well, got Marty Jordy, got pretty bitter with anything. me. <laughs> wasn't doing a hole on the back seat, was just crunching numbers. So he might be the better person to talk to. <laughs> True, they do call it the chair force, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what I told him. I was like, Marty, I don't feel like I should have to explain this to you, but the Navy is boats. You're flying boats. <laughs> they don't go in the air. Yeah, call Marty if you've got a bridge to sell someone. <laughs> so who knows? Who knows? But uh, so do you feel like you're up to date on the Joe Buck situation, Nick, or you feel you're still confused and you still feel like you're in the dark? No, I, I feel up to date if the information that Adelaide had provided earlier is current and accurate. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I feel like I'm in the know for a minute. Noted. Yeah, Nick went to the – Nick didn't get the material the first time around to the office hours. <laughs> the professor. <laughs> professor. <laughs> doing doing his due diligence. Doing his due diligence. Obviously, Nick, um, you are a um, – kind of the person that prompted the pick -em. And uh, first of all, shout out for that. Um so what do you think? You wanna do a you you wanna do a little celebrity pick 'em here, go through the matchups this week? Uh tell me your thoughts or tell us the thoughts. Tell the people your thoughts. Or uh you try not to be a bad guy. No, I'll weigh in. I got no problem weighing in. And I actually have been crunching some numbers on the side mm -hmm. uh that has to do with uh specifically matchups, which we can get into after Mm -hmm. We do this little pick them if you want to, but definitely have something I, I've been working on. Yeah, man. Drop those nugs for sure. So if you want, um, we've Adelaide and I were actually in the middle of it, as you called back. Um, so we can get your first two um, picks, and then we can kind of um, keep on trucking if you want. We can just do them all together if that's cool with you. That works. Okay. So we had, first of all, if we picked your matchup, uh, Clayton and Nick being Nick you so um your thoughts on this one you liking your chances uh Nick so it'll be a holy matchup of course starting on all saints day um you think Clayton's gonna be hung over and you're gonna catch him napping or uh you think he's gonna be still riding the high you know Clayton's team could definitely uh you know have a lot of big things popping and I think he's a uh, a legitimate threat um, going into this week. But, you know, I feel confident in my boys. I think had a couple of rough weeks. I think they're eager to get back out there, put up some big numbers, you know, remind the league who they are, the true Waffle House heroes, and they're going to tell Romo Nomo. And uh, I think they're going to get the W. <laughs> there you go, Romo Nomo. There. <laughs> so, Nick, uh, obviously biggest concern going into this week, I think for everybody kind of, uh, across the fantasy sphere, is the Jacksonville Jaguars on by. Of course, you're probably one of millions of people uh, nationwide who has multiple Jaguars typically or frequently in the starting lineup. Do you feel potentially at risk this week solely because the powerhouse that is the Jacksonville Jaguars does have the bye this week? Just to clarify, I'm pretty sure, I mean, you can go back and look through this if you want to, that I have only started two Jags, I think, on maybe one or at most two weeks this season. Typically, it has just been Minshew getting the start. <laughs> um, 
But, you know, Minshew was kind of in contention for losing the starting spot. Maybe it's a good week for him to take a break, mm-hmm. regroup, listen to some, like, 80s rock music or whatever he does, <laughs> trim up the handlebar mustache, and, you know, really get back to basics and, you know, come out strong next week. So I don't mind the buy. I'm not worried about the team. You know, hopefully Garoppolo can fill those shoes and not throw too many interceptions. There you go. And just to clarify, Nick, that may only have been one or two weeks, um, but there have been numerous weeks. There have been uh, probably seven weeks that (laughs) ten other members of the league have not started more than one Jacksonville Jaguar. (laughs) So, frame of reference there. My bad. Understandable. (laughs) Not a lot of people at the league rostering a lot of Jags. I personally don't get it. Um, But, of course... uh, you know, different strokes for different folks, I guess. Um, so he's picking himself, calling his own number. Um, like it, like it, respect it. Um, another one we talked about, we talked about the Attaway-Dave matchup. Of course, um, kind of a new look to this matchup, perhaps a little second wave of energy for Dirty Dave as, uh, of course, the league supervillains teaming up this week. I don't know if you saw the trade that went through, Nick. Um, but, uh, looks like the supervillains are combining powers, combining powers, excuse me, your thoughts. Yeah, I did see that. I mean, it definitely breathes some fresh life into Dave's team. You yeah. know, Thomas, obviously not putting up that production or really not being involved in anything. <laughs> Besides uh, injuries. Season, so, <laughs> Being that, what would you say, the 176th ranked wide receiver <laughs> or something? He might have gone uh, down. Last... Let me see if I get some updated numbers, but keep going. Sorry. So, you know, uh, Dave, you know, has got some, some new life. Attaway's team, I know, kind of the same boat as mine. Had a couple slow weeks, but yeah, Attaway's team obviously can put up those big numbers, has that potential. Um, so I definitely think it's going to be a good matchup, but. You know, I am going to have to give it to the more experienced and cohesive team in Attaway's Mm. team. Dave's team, you know, got some new guys on, maybe some confusion. You know, who knows? But uh, I I like my chances with Attaway this this week. Noted. Noted. Okay. Good to know. Good to know going with Attaway. Okay, I don't know if you have or you know who's playing. Or if there are any other interesting ones, I can read you the other four matchups if you want to weigh in, Nick. Or if you know and you have another one, we'll let we'll we'll go after that matchup and we'll all attack that one. Yeah, the only way I can look at matchups is on the phone I'm currently speaking to you <laughs> on. So just tell me what the matchups are. Noted, <laughs> noted. Um, let's see. We've got. Let me bring it back up. We've got Seth. Make sure I'm on the right week, Attaway, so double-check me here. <laughs> Something I frequently do. <laughs> Seth and Marty, Owen and Cody. Um, that, oh, I lost it. C-Sharp and Jordy. C-Sharp and Jordy, and then uh, me and Team Gross. Is that right, Attaway? Yes, killing it. Any of those, Nick, interesting, or those all suck? 
I think uh, an interesting game might be Owen and Cody. Okay. Um, Owen, obviously, you know, got a couple of wins. He's, you know, starting to make some, some moves. And Cody having this amazing team against all his will and desire. <laughs> you know, he's good this season. Uh, so I think it might be interesting to see what happens here. If Owen continues to ride that wave, and maybe Cody's team is finally going to start performing the way he's hoping, you know, it's going to, i.e. poorly. Um, so I think that could be an interesting matchup, and I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go Owen in this situation. I think uh, Owen's team keeps keeps playing well, and uh, Cody finally gets what he wants out of his team. And L. Dang, shedding the Owen five mantra, like you said, Nick, two and O the last two weeks. Owen peaking. Who knows? Adam, what do you think? Owen Cody. I'm thinking Cody. I gotta roll with him. I think. Uh... Everything he's doing, he's going with that uh, that move. Where he, I mean, he's got a lot of guys on by, so he has to go with guys like starting two Titans wide receivers, but it's just one of those things that's just going to work. That's what he does, man. That's what he does. It's like uh, <laughs> Team Gross load up on the Jets. So Attaway's going against the grain. Of course, you know, just like March Madness, I'm going to copy Attaway. Um, this Cody train, I uh, like I said, Cody legitimate team. Uh, I think he's coming after Jordy. Um, I think Jordy's running on some dangerous ground lately. He's really playing fast and loose with the uh, weapon systems um, here on his team fighter jet. He got away with one last week, um, but I don't like him making a mockery of the system. Um, so I like Cody hunting him down. I think Cody takes care of business. Uh, versus Owen, trying to push Owen back to the bottom of the pit. So, um, rolling here. What you got, Attaway? Pick one out. Three left. Oh, we got Sharpless and Jordy. Ooh. You know, your, your least favorite person, Jordy, because he actually can sort of defense. <laughs> he deserves to be punished! <laughs> I... And then you go with Jordy because he's unstoppable. Like Eli Manning's watch. <laughs> it's an eco drive. Powered by the sun. <laughs> no, unstoppable Jordy. Nick, any thoughts? C-Sharp and jo- uh, Jordy. Yeah, I think Adam, you put it uh, pretty good. I think pretty is unstoppable right now, and I think uh, he's going he's gonna to stop C-Sharp in his tracks. Yeah, Sharpless was uh, had some buys last week. Let me see what he's got going on. I have been not impressed by C Sharp though. Seen some spurts, but he's up and down. Jordy is consistency. You know he's gonna get his um, coming. He's gonna get it uh, coming up, but it may not be this week. So I'm gonna go Jordy as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride this train that we got going on. Give me eight no for Jordy, which would tie a league record. Um, for a start of a season, Owen, I think it was either back in 11 or 12, started 8-0. We've never seen the likes of 9-0 guys, um, but I think Jordy ties it this week. Um, yeah, Sharkos has a really good like 2015 vibe going on on his, uh, on his bench now with uh, Antonio Brown and Devontae Freeman, <laughs> but injuries. Freeman's hurt. He's got a cue. Uh, 
Antonio Brown has an SSPD, which I assume <laughs> is worse than an STD. But prayers uh, up for that young man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so he, he's got the Q, like you said, Attaway, but then he's also rocking some D and an ER down there. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of Qs in the starting lineup as well. Um, yeah, maybe SSPD is suspicious play. Suspicious play, doubtful success. <clears throat> That's what I'm going for. Nick, what you thinking? Yeah, I think the more letters that you have next to your designation, the worse you, you're you're doing. So, uh, yeah, I think Adam is running point. Really, there. Nick? What if they had LGBTQ next to their name? Would they be doing worse? No comment. <laughs> that was a good JD question. I was hoping he'd go after that one. <laughs> Are oh, you not? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put a hashtag on it as so that people are gonna so some people will stumble upon it, Nick. But I think I don't know what your base looks like as far as, of course, your non-league fanhood. But Nick, you may have dropped the ball by not coming out and openly supporting. Um, the community man. So it'd be interesting to see. Uh, let me know if you get you get hit up on the the social medias. I know you're really involved and and um, really concerned on on those fronts. <laughs> so let me let me know if you get some serious backlash. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely let you know. I, I I check the Facebook on the regular once or twice a year. There you go. There you go. Um, all right, I guess it's my choice then. Let me get in on this uh, Marty versus Seth matchup. <laughs> this is probably the saddest combination of records this week, which I think it is. Um, Seth seeming to be going in full rebuild mode, gang, um, in full swing. But uh, Marty needed like a hundred points from Tyler Lockett uh, last week to escape his loss. Um, Marty kind of up and down, mostly down lately though. Um, you guys worried about any of these errors that he has? Her McCaffrey might come back this week. No official news. Um, you think Seth is able to squeak one out and uh, keeping that Marty record safe, or you think he's still going to be at risk? Um, interesting watch. I got Marty in this one. Uh, Seth's always trying to squeak one out, but I'm <laughs> going with Marty as well. Seth is pathetic. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Marty also. Hey, uh, Marty definitely has that ability to blow up, um, and put up some points. Yeah, Seth. Seth's team is just not like it's got quite that potential. So it, I think it is a toss-up. I mean, it's kind of kind of up in the air, but I think Marty has potential to, to take it away. There you go. So, uh, Attaway, Nick is saying his team has a lack of goodness. Would that mean it is not good? <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> So I guess it's uh, Nick. There's one game left. Uh, which one are you going to pick? Uh, hey, what are the matchups? 
the the <laughs> I just said there's one game left. Uh, it's me and Team Gross. The final countdown. Ooh, I guess maybe I should get some insider knowledge before I make my pick. But last time I looked at your <laughs> roster, you had a lot of dudes on by that were still in the starting lineup. So I don't know. Do you have a remedy for that? Have you got players at those positions? Or are you going to be starting five players? <laughs> yeah, this is actually a good question. I was thinking about taking a page out of, I think it was 2012 Hadaway. Um, who announced to the league that his team has a bye this week. Um, I just remember he had a lot of key players. Of course, we had smaller rosters back then. Um, so thank the stars, we've increased those, um, fighting the good fight. And um, so and I'm able to accommodate, but I think may need to go back and check this. I think it's a league record uh, eight bye weeks uh, this week on my roster. Uh, I'm going to figure it out. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get that scoop, um, <clears throat> I think with those, I had all those bye weeks in, I like to do the pseudo roster. Um, I was projected to score 32 points this week, um, but have adjusted it. I don't assume scoring many more. Um, I think I can keep gross, get gross to stay down, though. I think it's a first to 100 matchup is going to do it this week that's kind of my insider tag nick gotcha i think i'm going to go team growth <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the insider tip there you go i think i'm going growth on this one that makes sense christopher uh, yeah i'm gonna go with gross too i'm looking at your uh you got a bunch of uh a team full of 1999 Insane fangirls. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. It's all I'm doing. Little gross. He's got no strings attached, and uh, it's gonna be him. There you go. Well done. Well done. I feel like you had been working on that <laughs> <laughs> all week. It took me all week. That's all that I do. Um, I mean, I'm feeling it. I mean. I mean, it feels like 2019 all over again. Bottom of the standings, going on a run. There's no rationale that I should have more than one win this year. Um, the boys are just going off. Um, I'm calling my own number three and one against the spread this year. Uh, looking to improve to four and one. Um, so going after that dub, call my own number. I would be more than willing. As anybody who's been following my fantasy career to go down with the ship, um, ride or die, call on me, no big deal. Looking to get back to five, hundo. But uh, yeah, it's it's actually a kind of a nightmare trying to sort out all these bye weeks. And Nick, if you're wondering, uh, I was the only other league member to have started two Jags this season. Um, I didn't know if you knew that, but uh, just just to make that clear, I think almost every week, done about five times now. Yeah, I was pretty sure that was. <laughs> I mean, who else would do it, right? <laughs> what else is going on, Nick? What do you want to talk about, man? We can go beyond oh, yeah, the me, scope of, me, of fantasy. Let me share these stats with you. Oh yeah, give me uh, your get. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Um, Nick's nugs are brought to you by Buzzballs. All right, go go for it. Give us your nugs, Nick. Your stats, and you've been grinding out. 
So these nugs that I'm going to share with you, um, these have to do with uh, the effects of matchups mm. on our entire season. So, uh, you know, as you've seen throughout the course of the year, throughout the course of the season, you know, we've had some breakaway. We got, uh, you know, eight no Jordy, and then we got a lot of one and five, two and five teams mm-hmm. down there at the bottom. So I was really curious to see um, how much week-to-week matchups had to do with those records. So what I did was I went through, this is for the first six weeks. I didn't do last week's yet, but this is for the first six weeks. Okay. I went through and I wrote out everyone's score each week, and I assigned the the top six scores for that week with a win. So purely based off of scoring, not based off of matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, the top six scoring teams got a W. The bottom six got an L. Mm-hmm. I did that for the first six weeks, and I really wanted to see has there been one team or two teams that have really benefited from week-to-week matchups. You know, maybe they had a low-scoring week, and their matchup scored low as well, but they ended up pulling out the W or vice versa. Is there mm-hmm. one team or two teams that are putting up big numbers every week, but they're still getting a loss because they just happen to be matched up with somebody who's putting up big numbers too? Um, and I found out some pretty interesting things. Uh, what I found out is that it's not one or two teams that are benefiting from the matchups or – taking a hit from the matchups it's actually divisional mm. so for through the first six weeks the berkshire division has gotten seven wins based on matchups and not based off of scoring does that make sense when i say that yeah okay they've gotten seven wins and they've taken two losses and the bradford division has actually taken five losses and has got zero wins uh, due to matchups. Hmm. Interesting stuff. So basically, what you're saying is, the when they go cross divisional, we, of course, the three of us are all on the Berkshire side. We are benefiting more from them having terrible teams, as opposed to if we had Roto scoring. Is that the conclusion I can draw from your data? Are you strictly sticking to the numbers, or do you have some conclusions from them? I'm strictly speaking numbers. <laughs> I haven't looked exactly uh, at if those those differences between the matchup and the point win happens um, across divisions. It seems to be that way. Uh, the weeks that the Berkshire division takes a lot of W's that they shouldn't have are the same weeks that the Bradford division taking some L's that they shouldn't have. Um, so I have to go through and and, and uh, define that better. But, yeah, you could definitely speculate that when uh, Berkshire comes to town, you know, they're coming out with the win. And really, I think the big thing to take away from it is that this is really a look at who's got the biggest team defense, mm-hmm. you know. And what we found out is that the Berkshire division has got the biggest D. <laughs> and the Bradford division has got little D. I think that's really the only thing you can take away from this. Noted. Adam, any thoughts on this D? I mean, like, we've all known it, so, you know. That's why Jordy has to ride in the back. 
go. There you go. I'm trying to get up points, uh, get these, get some, feed these two, uh, match up with Nick's stats here. Of course, going strictly by D, Jordy, best D, 801 points allowed. Uh, but you look at it, number two, Adelaide, number three, Cody, number four, Sharpless, five, you, Nick, me, six. So five out of the top six. There you go. And those are the five out of the top six teams in the division right now. Correlation, causation, dot, 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 to be determined, according to Nick, the numbers man, Stat Nugs, Williams, here on this week's edition of the podcast. But good to know, Nick. That's a, that's some interesting stuff, something I would not necessarily see. Um, are there particulars? Obviously, you said divisional trends. Um, are there, I guess, individuals? Because obviously that's a collective. Any individuals that have kind of jarring differentials, I guess, maybe the, the a term um, that you could use there? Or who's benefited the most, I guess, singularly? So the people that have benefited the most and taken uh, two, two wins based off of matchups and zero losses based off of, off of matchups and again, this is for the first six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Attaway, Jordy, and Cody. Huh. The big three. And the teams. And what was that? I said the big three. The big three. Yes, they um, have taken most wins due to matchups, and then pretty much every other member of the league um, has either taken one loss or one win. But the entire Bradford division outside of um, Clayton, they have all taken a loss due to matchup, hmm. not uh, based on points. Interesting. Interesting. So those potentially two weeks that they didn't score too hot but got the benefit of the doubt, I mean, if you add a couple of losses to them, Jordy 5-2, and two, Attaway four and three cody four and three add a couple wins elsewhere i mean we could all be sitting in a right around 500 correct nick had your equation or had the um scoring been true slash roto scoring yeah so to um i'll kind of run through it real quick again through the first six weeks Attaway would be four and two. Jordy would be four and two. Cody would be three and three. I'd be five and one. Seth would be one and five. I mean, you would be one and five, and <laughs> Seth would be two and four. And then the Bradford division is is much closer. Um, uh, uh, Clayton would be three and three. Sharpless would be four and two. Dave would be three and three. Marty would be three and three. Uh, and then Gross and Owen would both be two and four. So it would definitely kind of pull the league in a little closer. Interesting. And you would be on top from what I'm hearing from that. What was that? I said you would be on top is what I'm hearing from that as well. Yeah, I'd be the only one at 5-1. <laughs> and one. Again, if we factor in last week, that would definitely not be the case because I blew chunks last week. What happened last week? Um... You know, if you really look at it, pretty much everybody in my roster played well except for my wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, CD, DK, and Cup. 
collectively put up like five points, you know, in total, and you're not going to win a matchup with that. So true. You should probably trade me DK then, because he sucks so hard. I will trade you uh, seventy nine dollars so I can pick up the next Cowboys <laughs> backup quarterback. <laughs> I would trade you twenty twenty one dollars. Will that work? <laughs> I heard they're more valuable. <laughs> Inflation. Nah, that would make them less valuable. <laughs> I or I'd be willing to go eighty twenty twenty one dollars, Nick, to factor in for inflation. Oof, man, I will have to think about that one. All right, you let me know. I mean, if you, because of course, as anybody knows, if you want to do trades, you put it in the league <laughs> group chat. So uh, just keep me updated through there. Um, the most effective way to work on individual trades. Yeah, I like the the, the group think tank uh, on the trades. You know, you can really see what people are thinking, <laughs> what they're throwing back and forth. You know, it really helps be unbiased. There you go. There you go. Good stuff. But uh, I do plan on keeping up with uh, Nick's nugs throughout <laughs> throughout the course of the season. Um, I'm going to make a little Excel spreadsheet make this look a little more fish and i can uh maybe i don't know is there a way to uh post files or share files on the league page is that an option yeah you can copy the url you can take a screenshot of it if it's on your computer you can just take a picture of it if you want to do it real kind of bootleg <laughs> you could email it to yourself take a screenshot of it put it i don't know some options. I'll, I'll get with you about it. Yeah. Right, in case people are wanting to look at the numbers for themselves. Yeah, tech guy. Tech guy can help you out. The league, uh, have Seth call the ESPN headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they'll be able to give us a heads up on the uh, WhatsApp of league group chat. <laughs> spread some spread some knowledge. That's what it's all about. Spread some knowledge. Uh, Nick, I guess, um, like you said, been the victim of some ribbing and some uh, one-sided stories. Any stories or uh, further commentary you'd like to share with us since you have the opportunity, man? Mike is yours. Mike in hand. Could you repeat the question? I'm sorry. I was saying, um, obviously been on the tough side of some stories and some anecdotes. Um, You have any... Because you obviously you've been through your reactions of those. Any counter stories? Any thoughts or um, anything else of the sort uh, you want to make known to the league or potential beefs um, that you would like to formally announce that have kind of been flying under the radar, but you would like to certify grade A, stick those out to the league and and let people know that hey, you guys are going at it um, because you know. We can change this. We can change these rivalries up, like C Sharp wants to, and we might get you some new rivals because sometimes the schedule is just too hard. Yeah, I'm tired of playing Attaway back to back. What is up with that? <laughs> Come on, get that out of here. That's uh, has that already happened, or is that coming up later on? It's about to happen. It's about yeah. to go down. I'm about to get. Black. Two fudge pops right now, and I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Put them in, coach. You know, coach always goes for two. <laughs> but he's only going to get one point for it, though. 
unless he tosses it in, then maybe he'll get two or whatever <laughs> BS that was. Tosses him to himself, yeah. Yeah, yeah, self-pass, worth four points. Yeah, but no way. I'm looking at the profile picture, and I've I've zoomed in thoroughly on my keyboard right now. There is no way this guy is kicking the extra point. No way. So out of way, I completely agree. The coach, coach is going for two. Yeah, no, no uh, new beef. Nothing I want to certify as grade A. You know, unless. I got haters out there about all my trades and dealings and high dollar pickups. All I gotta say is there's more football left to be played and I'll see you in the playoffs. Um and yeah, I feel like I do need to maybe expand upon the whole peanut allergy thing because I feel like, you know, maybe I haven't given quite enough for people to, to relax. But basically I definitely had a severe allergy when I was a kid almost died and then when I was like 13 with the allergist and he's like all right you're not allergic anymore but you could grow back into it and to be sure you got to come and get tested like every six months to make sure you don't get this allergy back and die and I was like that sounds stupid I'm just gonna stay away so, I could be allergic. I could not be allergic. It is one of life's great mysteries. But uh, I just live my life the way I do. Quarter mile. It's a very, very cavalier approach, though. I remember you discussing how you didn't have an active <laughs> ex- 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 and You said it was just too dang expensive. So, uh, you'd rather just die. <laughs> I'd rather just, you know, trust that I can read labels and ask appropriate questions like when you go up to someone's house and they got some cookies sitting up there you know you just don't start shoving them in your mouth you ask, hey man what's in the cookie they're like it's chocolate chips all right good to go you know it's not that hard and i can read a label i know what it says you can time me we'll get a label next next week i'll, I'll get a label i'll tell you exactly everything on it there you, you go read it too fast man also, what, what's the, there's also a huge risk that you go to your friend's house and they say, oh, it's just chocolate chip, and then you take a bite and they say, and do you Oh, pranked, pranked, it's a social experiment, pranked. Laugh at you while you're convulsing on the ground. <laughs> hey, that's on you while I'm dead. You can just, I'm just going to haunt you the rest of your life. There you okay, go. Well, so, okay, say hypothetically <laughs> that if someone who doesn't know you have a peanut allergy. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, you know, taking a chance, taking a risk. I mean, I could be unallergic for all I know. All right. Well, you did You did go your whole life thinking that 100 grand had nothing in it. So uh, <laughs> I don't know about your label reading <laughs> prowess, Nick. That was folklore that I found out was fake. <laughs> fake that, was the, that was the original fake news. <laughs> I got a, I got another hot topic here, unless you have something else to say on that. Uh, I just want to jump in because um, one thing was discussed, and I remember we kind of railed on Nick for it about, and you talked about having an EpiPen active. I felt that re- that wasn't addressed. 
uh, because you said this was a college and then that commentary is based on college and then we kind of went away from it just now but nick straight up question as a father and a husband do you have an up-to-date or EpiPen that you could easily access having a potential circumstance where you do put these nuts in your mouth I do not. Oh, okay. Then I would like to stand by my barbing of Nick and previous judgments made. Noted. Noted. We might have to roll the dice. Nick, are there any people you don't trust um, with your nut allergy that you have to second-guess them when they are bringing it up? Or do you think... You talked about your potential haters out there. Do you think anybody would try to do you over potentially taking this within the league? With in within or outside, either way. Uh, you know, within the league, uh, I hope not. I feel like uh, the heartfelt comments that Attaway made a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. are resounding for everybody. That no one's going to attempt to kill anybody <laughs> else in the league, even for a good laugh. But outside of the league. I would not trust Jay Bone for a second. <laughs> you think out of malice or out of mistake? Uh, I think he would think it was funny. <laughs> it would be uh, Just laugh the whole time if I'm, you know, suffocating on the floor. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't trust Jay Bone. Interesting. Oh, Nick, that reminds me. I'm thinking about J Bone. I was I was thinking about uh, some some. I was going through like a best of trailer in my mind the other day. I was just kind of spacing out. Um, and so I was thinking of J Bone, the best of moments. And um, we talked about on oh, the hype cast a couple weeks ago about um, <laughs> the paint peeling um, uh, J Bone Thanksgiving dub. Do you recall this or any recollection of the, these events? You know, I do not remember that specific incident, uh, at least not as vivid, vividly as you and Attaway have remembered it. <laughs> Never forget. But, I mean, I, it, it's not surprising to hear. <laughs> okay. Just uh, not necessarily in any kind of topic that we were discussing, but while we were, while we were rolling it, you're talking about the malintent of the bone trying to take you down, Nick. Um, I figured I'd ask because it came into the mind. But, yeah, you, you, were, you were rolling Attaway? Oh, yeah, I mean, we were talking about things that were potentially toxic, so <laughs> natural, uh, natural corollary. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I stumbled upon this list of this person's top four nursery rhymes. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Uh, they have patty cake at number one. <laughs> I mean, I don't really think that's a banger. What do you guys think? Like, uh... Patty cake, patty cake, blah blah blah. I mean, don't you just say patty cake over and over again? Like what? Yeah, that's yeah, all I, you do. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't get. I, that. I'm pretty sure there's some expanded lyrics there. <laughs> patty cake, patty cake, like baker's hand or man or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the female baker's guess, a man. <laughs> whenever I think of a nursery rhyme, I think of. <laughs> song used i guess it's more of like a lullaby is what i'm imagining mm-hmm. where patty cake patty cake just sounds like like a crowd pumper like a hype song you know like put the kid up get him moving you know there's there's some hand movements with it i think some some clapping you know slap hands slap hands kind of 
uh, yeah. choreography in there. You know, I don't really see it as a very good nursery rhyme. It's kind of more of like a, you know, let's get these kindergartners off the couch kind of song. Yeah, yeah, maybe if we stop playing uh, Stand Up and Shout and start playing Patty Cake and you <laughs> home game, the team would be lit. Top five, no doubt. No doubt. That's 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 another thing. It's like Nick, kind of to your point. Like you don't really know if it's a nursery rhyme. Like I think people are really cavalier with the terminology nursery rhymes. Like I don't know what is a nursery rhyme. Like I'm kind of thinking. Like the first thing that came to my mind was obviously J Boat singing "Row, row, row your boat" <laughs> karaoke <laughs> at Applebee's. Um, but another thing I think of it is like, like the wheels on the bus song. Like, is that a nursery rhyme? Because to me, it's like in that category. Like Nick was saying, but like, like it gets like I just remember in school, like the kids getting hyped and everybody. Everybody, you know, we were at kindergarten or, like, first grade, second grade, and everybody's just going off about the wheels on the bus. And then you get to the wipers, and then people really start going off. But, like, to Nick's point, like, aren't nursery rhymes supposed to be, like, soothing, like, trying to put your kid to sleep kind of situation? Or I guess what are your guys' thoughts? Um, Is it too broad a definition? Yeah, I don't really... uh... I get the hype for the wheels on the bus. I will say, um, I don't know. I mean, when I Googled this, when I Googled uh, best, uh, or I think it, what I Googled, nursery rhymes rank. And one of the, you know the Google blurb where they'll ask questions and you drop down, it already has like pre-selected answers. Right. One of the questions was, <laughs> Why are nursery rhymes so complex? <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't think they were that complex. I, I don't know, man. Also, I also just typed the same thing, Attaway. I misspelled it, of course. Um, but so it came up with a ranking of nursery names. This is probably what you're looking at. <laughs> so the first commentary under Patty Cake, Nick, you called it, man. The little kids will get a kick out of this one. Plus, you can sing it while sitting down or standing <laughs> up. <laughs> like, but yeah, so I don't get that because the next one's Itchy Mitchy Spider. Can you not sing that one sitting down? I mean, I know you gotta move your hands, but you could sit on your butt and do that, right? Is that a whole category of, of nursery rhymes? ones that you can sing sitting and ones that you can sing standing like is that the uh is, is that the delineator that's i guess they, they put ring around the rosy at number three <laughs> and i guess you would want to be standing for that one true um, oh yeah you would have to be I, I mean i think that itsy bitsy spider is probably you know i think in terms of tune and melody it's a good nursery rhyme in in terms of just pure lyrical con uh con uh, construct to think. content <laughs> content it is terrifying to think about that you're singing this to a kid like you're talking about a spider going up a water spout and then coming back and like i'm sorry but when i'm going to bed i don't want to be thinking about spiders doing anything you know i i'm not a huge fan of the itsy bitsy spider um, I feel like they should consider a, a 
uh, an insect change, um, or just a complete lyrical rewrite. Maybe we can put J Bone on that. He is mm. uh, well known for rewriting popular songs. <laughs> um, obviously, we're all familiar with the "Blow My Window" parody. That um, be talk about brand new bangers. I mean, that is one right at the top of the list. <laughs> Oh, while we're talking about brand new bangers, Troop, I do want to say I love the intro. <laughs> First time I heard it, man, I was so pumped. It was the little uh, the 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 audio cuts that you do. Like I thought I was I was listening to some like murder mystery podcast. Somebody <laughs> was gonna die on the podcast by the time it was over. I thought it was great. Prop, Kurt, prop definitely not. Definitely not an intro you can listen to sitting down. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You gotta be standing up for that intro. But, you gotta get up for that. Yeah, appreciate it. But um, this is also an interesting tale. So Nick talks about kind of the dark slash frightening reality of Itsy Bitsy Spider. I thought kind of the same thing with Ring Around the Rosie. Like, isn't that... I've heard, and maybe I'm off base about this, but I've heard this has something to do, like it started around the plague. And so, like... Ring around the rosy pocket full of posy. Ashes to ashes are like spreading ashes, um, you know, to keep people like plague free. But then they all fall down, meaning like they all die and they all catch the plague anyways. I don't know if there's any merit to that, but I've heard it explained that way. And people are like, yeah, man, like I don't get ring around the rosy. Like that's some dark stuff. Yeah, I've heard that. It's pretty scary when you think about that and they all fall down means they die. Mm-hmm. That's pretty chilling. But just the thought, just the thought. I was going to say, so how do we have this, like, top four ranked nursery rhymes? I don't know if we if we can attack this based on kind of the discussion and the narrative we're pushing right now. Um, but I guess maybe whatever your definition is. You guys want to try to pull off a little top three nursery rhymes? Obviously, Nick, Itsy Bitsy Spiders are not going to be in your top. Um, but we trying to rank this up, see what we can get going here. I'd, I'd be okay with doing it, but I don't know enough right now. We could do it another time, or if Nick wants to go for it, we can go for it. But it's up to Nick. I'll give you my number one. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as Attaway. I probably don't know enough off the top of my head, but I think by far the best nursery rhyme out there is Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. <laughs> mm. okay. You know, it's, it's great. It's got a good little tune to it. Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it really helps inspire images of grandeur and possibility, really broadens the mind and the imagination of the child, it leaves you with a good feeling, you know, you're laying you down to bed, you just think about the stars, twinkle, twinkle, you know. I, I think it is the number one nursery rhyme out there. Um, no matter how you decide to find a nursery rhyme, I'm... I'm going that with a solid number one locked in. Yeah, that was very surprising. Well, I agree with you, Nick. I feel like that's like the most well-known one, but it is not in this this jokester's top eight. Like, Jungle Jungle Little Star does not make the top eight out of and that's very concerning. I don't know if you clicked on the next page. Old McDonald had a farm, <laughs> number five. Baba Black that's Sheep, <laughs> number six. Mary had a little lamb. Number seven, um, and no more monkeys jumping on the bed is oh. number eight, which I did not think was kind of that big. Uh, maybe just for me, that was that was always kind of a tertiary 
nursery rhyme. Also, before I forget, Adway, did you open up the link to that website that's got that rankings on there? So, so you were talking about the preview that you saw for the list. Did you actually click on the web page? No, I didn't go to the web page. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I took a picture for the, the picture. There's a picture, just so you know, Nick, of with every song, they do a little description, you know, say something stupid, and then they have a picture of, like, you know, kind of a topical thing. Like, for the Itsy Bitsy Spider, they had this guy getting pranked with a fake spider, and... um but they just have this oh, hilarious yeah, picture. This kid is going off on this piano yeah, okay, to Patty Cake. So I gotta, I gotta put that picture in the WhatsApp. But so what's so funny is that he's this, the fake spider drops from the ceiling. And he notices it. He jumps up, but then he starts doing like a dance. Like he's like, <laughs> look at the Irish dance. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to copy this URL Adway because. Now that we're going multiple things, yeah, I got to email this to myself. Um, that way, everybody else, which of course on their own time, will check this out. But um, oh, I just <laughs> oh man, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I just copied the URL into the to section, and so I yeah. just emailed nothing to the URL of the website. <laughs> oh. Shocker, delivery uh, has failed to this recipient. <laughs> yeah. Hey, boys, I am going to have to wrap things up here. To, uh, yeah. Getting a we little late. Hours, I have to go to man. bed. <laughs> you, you accepted the call. You knew what you got to do. <laughs> Two hours? Dude, I didn't know that minutes. was the commitment. I was waiting <laughs> for the 90-minute hang-up. <laughs> all right nick um tell me what your thoughts on uh flat earth or round earth i'm a big uh, round earther even though that's an unpopular opinion <laughs> hot take hot take well, uh, thanks for thanks for giving me the call thoroughly enjoyed it it's uh definitely checks off uh, an item on the bucket list to be on a podcast especially a great one as the runaway licorice train hype podcast thing um so appreciate it boys there you go thanks for coming aboard nick yeah we're glad we got you good to talk to you as always man appreciate you love you be well yep later boys bye bye boom dude so how about that of course nick williams the uh uh, Coors Light, cold, cold as the mountains, cold call of the week, Attaway. Like we said, surprised to get him, and Nick tried to go the distance, Attaway. He was waiting for the hang-up, which, for those of you kind of scoring at home as I bring up the phone, because of that hang-up or the conference call, um, we're only on the hour nine-minute mark, which is means, Attaway, we got to push this thing another hour, break that two-and-a-half-hour mark to get the auto hang-up. Um, but Nick tried to go to the wire with him, man. He tried to slide out of there, but good on Nick. I did not think we would get him at all, let alone for a significant amount of time. So always, always good to hear from the people. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good set. I mean, we didn't finish our nursery run talk, but, you know, <laughs> True. got a lot out of them. I was hoping he was going to ask me what my favorite was, and I was going to say, uh, Straight out of Compton by NWA to roarous laughter, but you know, 
Moment's gone. I mean, this uh, little boy who is now in the group chat, that way I copied the URL um, and put the picture of that little boy in there for people that are seeing that now. They have absolutely no idea what it is. Um, at least Nick does. Um, but yeah, in a way, I guess, um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about it while we get the discussion. You know, we don't have to necessarily rank them. Um, give me, give me a popular couple, either in the Attaway household or Chris Attaway himself. Um, tell me about some top nursery rhymes and kind of what they meant and what you remember as obviously a little boy. So I'm looking on this site of just a random list and... I'll say uh, Humpty Dumpty's on there. I like that <laughs> one because of the sexual nature of the title. Yeah, no doubt. Google um, <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> um, also another good penis name. Um, <laughs> there's one on here called Line the Bobbin Up. Do you know what that is? I've never heard of that. Say that again. Wind the Bobbin Up. Wind the Bobbin Up. No, I have no, no idea. If anybody knows what wind the bobbin up is, uh, please educate me. Uh, yes. I'm not look it up. I'll, I'll say, you know, I'll always love Row, Row, Row Your Boat just because <laughs> J-Bone, for those of you that don't know, we used to do Applebee's karaoke on a mm-hmm. fairly regular basis, and Carson found out that nursery rhymes were available in the song list, so mm-hmm. he started doing nursery rhymes, and we kind of took over this Applebee's on a Friday night. And Carson went up there and did Wheels on the Bus <laughs> to a stunned audience. The, the crowd at Applebee's was shook. And, uh, it was not often. Yeah, it was college. standing room only by the end of that performance. It was a rousing performance, I might add. They were anyway. very confused. <laughs> they were very confused. And then right afterwards, everyone goes up there <laughs> and does. <laughs> thrilling rendition of row 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 your boat for entirely too long i've never seen one man sing row your boat over and over again that many times and then i don't know if it was right after that or the next week but oh no there's a different dj yeah there's a different dj we tried to do the the nursery rhymes so like yeah we're not letting you guys do the nursery rhymes anymore yeah dj bubbles uh, sucked she would not let us do the nursery rhymes we, we always shut the club down at Applebee's, though. <laughs> that being said, I always love Row Row Your Boat because that memory always comes to my mind. Yes. Uh, hysterical. But yes. I, I, I like If You're Happy and You Know It. Uh, that's probably my favorite one that I can think of right now. That's a classic. It's got a cheery vibe to it, and then it always is a twist. I can always imagine singing it when he's grumpy, uh, <laughs> you know, when we lived together. It was a good it was a good vibe. It was a good bit because he was not <laughs> happy or he didn't know it. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm looking at this other site, and it's, I mean, like Nick said, nursery rhymes, first one on the list, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, man. Yeah. Goodness, you got to be careful going on these nursery rhymes, though. You just get bombarded with all these pregnancy pop-ups. <laughs> oh, True. It just start raining in. I don't know if you're getting any of this experience or you guys at home um, while you're listening at this. And, of course, on your computer following along and trying to track down some nursery rhymes of your own. Um, 
But luckily, there's some salvation here at songsforteaching.com slash nurseryrhymes.htm. Um, I do see an advertisement with uh, Mr. Beast in the left margin. Um, talking about honey. You know he likes that sweet thing. Yeah, but um, nursery rhymes. Here's a, a big list of them. You ever heard of uh, Crooked Man? No. Uh, yeah, this is a new one for me as well. Uh, and then as I see this, Ants Go Marching. That may be my top one. I was a really big fan of Ants Go Marching. Nursery rhyme. The Dave Matthews dance? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but uh, and evidently yeah. so back to this crooked man there okay so this is how it goes crooked man by john kinderman taylor sounds like a pedophile but um there was a crooked man who walked a crooked mile he found a crooked sixpence he found a crooked mike pence upon a crooked smile <laughs> he bought a crooked cat who caught a crooked mouse and they all lived together in a crooked little house. Dang. This is tense. That's intense. That's almost as tense as a certified fire hit uh, old McDonald. <laughs> That's a good which one. I'm a big fan of. I was just thinking about that song, and I like how they had nothing to go on. So they just filled in with E-I-E-I-O. Like, where the heck did that come from? <laughs> like, was, was the guy telling this story just absolutely hammered? <laughs> that's, that's, that I could see. Uh, we talked about this this Moonshiner character out of way. I love bringing it up. I could see Tickle, that guy, just singing some uh, singing some nursery rhymes. E-I-E-I-O. Just being blasted <laughs> off Moonshine, to your point. Yeah. Talk about a callback, yeah, like, callback, <laughs> niche callback from three weeks ago. Oh, the tickle fan. <laughs> fan love. <laughs> also, anyway, talk about uh, good names. I totally forgot about this song. Uh, of course, the name is just absolute gold. Hey, diddle diddle. <laughs> <laughs> just an entire new meaning for me. Um, at this stage in my life, hey diddle diddle, the cat and the fiddle, <laughs> the cow jumped over the moon, the little dog laughed to see such sport, and the dish ran away with the spoon. <laughs> Needs more diddle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they get you hyped with the, the, the double diddle, back to back, cover a lethal weapon up in the first line. <laughs> so it, it really carries the first stanza. But then you get to stanza number two, and the little dog, you know, he's laughing, not a little boy, but um, there's no diddle. Stanza number two, disappointing finish for me, but I agree, Adaway. More diddle would be preferred. But this is bringing back a lot of a lot of mems, <laughs> Adaway. Ones that I did not know that I knew. You ever heard of I had? <laughs> Dang, this, this is kind of making me wonder about this list a little bit. So just under Hey Diddle Diddle... There's a song called I Had a Little Nut Tree. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not familiar with that one. I had a little nut tree, nothing it would bear, but a silver nutmeg and a golden pear. The king of Spain's daughter came to visit me, and all for the sake of my little nut tree. (laughs) 
<laughs> Dang. King of Spain's daughter is thirsty. <laughs> crossing, <laughs> crossing the Atlantic. <laughs> Little nut tree. <laughs> Why would you do that anyway? <laughs> I just feel uh, like the King of Spain's daughter is so specific and so out of nowhere. I don't know. That was just strange. I look at them. <laughs> Maybe he just had a thing for King of Spain's daughter, and this is just his fantasy, man. <laughs> True. Perhaps so. Also, one on here, uh, a little farther down underneath Humpty Dumpty. I'm a nut. <laughs> That's it. it kind of makes me feel like um, it's got the same tune as I'm a little teapot, but you kind of you gotta be the judge, Adaway. I'm an acorn, small and round, lying on the cold, cold ground. Everyone walks over me. That's why I'm cracked. You see, I'm a nut. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. Just called myself on the telephone just to hear my golden tone. Asked me out for a little date. Picked me up about half past eight. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. Took myself to the movie show. Stayed too late and said, let's go. <laughs> Took my hand and led me out. Drove me home and gave a shout. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. So... That one was clearly made sometime in, like, the past hundred years. Yes. Like, somebody's, somebody's got to get a hold of that person and be like, look, we don't, we don't do this anymore. Like, we've, <laughs> we're good on our dog. Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't need new ones. <laughs> you are a nut. <laughs> it's like if he's trying in the club, he said, nah, or at capacity. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> What do you think yeah, about the, these little character attaways? Little Bo Peep or the little boy Blue? No. <laughs> I don't remember little boy Blue. Well, let me let me give it to you right here, Attaway. This is the last one, as I'm sure you guys want me to keep going, but, you know, I'm going to stop. Little boy Blue, <laughs> come blow your horn. <laughs> the, sh <laughs> the, sheeps, the sheeps in the meadow. The cows and the corn. Where is the boy who looks after the sheep? He's under the haystack and he's fast asleep. Little boy, Wendell, come blow your lungs. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. I want to see a collab or like a showdown between the little boy Blue and the little little nut tree man, and. Uh, also, I was here showed up between uh, Old McDonald and the Hey Diddle Diddle Farmer. Yeah. <clears throat> be good. Uh, this would be some good matchups. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the YouTube series that does those those cringe uh, the rap battles? Oh yeah, that's a rap battle. <laughs> should see. Uh, should submit those ideas that way. Maybe you'll get. Maybe you get a response <laughs> yeah. on it. 
Yeah, that's that'll be they go to the top of their list. I don't know if they're still doing those, but uh, they'd have to clear the way. True. Maybe have to launch a comeback or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something there. Yeah, there are a lot of this list. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this list in the group chat as well. Cause this is some uh, this is some serious some serious content going on here. But yeah, that uh, that was an interesting interesting little ride we took there, Adaway. When I woke up today, I did not think I'd be talking about nursery rhymes for like 25, 35 minutes. No, I didn't either, but I'm glad. I'm glad we did. I think I'm a better man for it. There you go. It's, life's about growth, man. <laughs> and blowing your horn. <laughs> <laughs> All the little boys come blow your horn. So it well, goes. Well, we got anything else we uh, <laughs> need to touch on? I think that's it, man. I feel like we're riding the high at nursery rhymes, and if we, to be honest, if we did anything else, it'd be just forcing it. Um, and so to me, I feel like that's a good, it's a good finish right there. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's a, that's a wrap for this week, gang. Get it. Get it as always. Gonna sign off with the wise words of JD McKissick. Hope you all win this week. Um, JD once again rostered in the league, so shout out. I think Cody picked him up. Cody's been rocking him for a little bit now, if I'm correct. Uh, I hope you guys all win. Have a beautiful time. Thanks for coming on a little bit of a ride here this evening. Off the rails, as always, Adaway, here on the Runaway Liquor Train Podcast. Take care. Be well. Love you. Appreciate you guys. Sweet. Bye. That podcast was very good. <laughs> Some would say not good. <laughs> it was jank, dude.